Hello everybody and welcome to the first episode or well yes, the first episode of the Subway Loyal Podcast with me, Jordan Spears. Hello. And, and me, Jordan Scott. Hello. Yes, we are here to talk about the the I would say very different season of the 2012-2013 season. Which was the first season Rangers ever played outside the top flight. <laughs> what a laugh that was. Oh dear. In the summer of 2012, Rangers um, got liquidated. And then we done stuff that made we are the same team. So if there's any Tims out there, we are the same team. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and we applied for a licence and we thought, <laughs> we're Rangers. We'll get put in the top flight. <laughs> we're Rangers. And then they went, no, fuck off, you're going to play East Fife. No, even East Fife, fucking East Stirlingshire and Stirling Albion and Annan. Oh, and how, oh, and the famous Peter Head. And Peter Head. And who, Peter Head. Oh, dear. For the Glasgow Giants. Um, oh, dear. We are, well, also that started uh, the season. Um we didn't know of a team. Uh, basically, the whole team left. Uh, Alan McGregor, Stephen Whitaker, Stephen Davis, Sonia Luko. Your love was already in a pre. Um, Stephen Naismith. Everybody basically left. I set from Neil Alexander, Neil McCulloch, Kyle Hutton, Perry. A few others that I can't remember because I'm not really good at research. But hey, we'll, we'll find out who they are. And the weeks ahead, two weeks ahead, and the, and the minutes ahead. Now we'll start off this by um, looking at some of the transfers. Uh, we'll we'll discuss them as we go through them. Um, so one of the first transfers we made that season was um, a certain midfielder, a Scotland internationalist. Technically, um, he must have went in the studio <laughs> books or something. Which is um, Ian Black from Hearts. Oh. Uh. <laughs> How would you do from Hearts on a free transfer? Well, according to Wikipedia, Ian Black is a Scottish footballer who plays at Trinent Juniors. That shows yes, you how far like... his life and career has went. Yes, he play... he's a painting decorator now. Funnily enough, when he was at Hearts a couple of months before, they weren't getting wages because the owner was a bit <laughs> nuts. Um, and he decided as playing a top flight Scotland. That's just mental. Well, from Rangers, they went to Shrewsbury and then to your beloved Blackpool, where oh, they had 10 was... appearances and zero goals. If I can describe Ian Black, I know we're getting off topic, but if I can describe Ian Black at Blackpool was... I can't remember him doing it. <laughs> Literally, it, it would come off the bench to kick somebody. And then that would be it. Last 10 minutes, Ian going there and do whatever you do. Um, yeah, but we signed him. We already hated him. Well, I already hated him because uh, a couple of years before, he injured Jelovic at Tynecastle in a game, uh, oh, which wow. I think Rangers 2-1 yeah. in uh, 2010. The bastard. Um... And then he came out afterwards and said, yeah, I did try and hurt him. So, yeah, what a guy. And um, over his time at Rangers, he had a few interesting things. But 
How would you describe his time at Rangers? What have you seen him in this season? Uh, I, I, I haven't got much words to describe him. He was just the type of guy that you knew that would come on and you'd be like, oh God, there's Ian Black. It's like when we had Carlos Peña, you'd be like, oh God, there's Carlos Peña. Yo, come on to him in the next couple of episodes. <laughs> Carlos, uh, what a man. That's how I'd describe uh, him. My dad about Carlos Peña that he... Uh, uh, it was the night before, was it the Hibs game when he made his debut and we could beat Ibrox? Uh, he was in the back of a taxi, thirty-four beers. I don't know if I, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that at all. Uh, maybe twenty. You said about thirty-four but... gram. I thirty-four gram. I believe that. <laughs> right? He just looked like that, didn't he? I mean, I believe. But that. Ian Black, he, he was actually having an alright season this season. But but the thing that annoyed me about Ian Black was. He thought he was a player. You know that way you've got players and they'll, they'll do that thing when they get the ball and they look up and they go, I'm going to get this 40 yarder across. And then you're sitting there going, Ian, we're at home to fucking East Sutherland. We're not looking for that. We just want the ball in the net. We're not looking for this, you know. Oh. I annoyed me. You know what's just came up on my screen, Jordan? What? Rangers 1, Peterhead 2. Oh, that was. Oh, we'll get into that game. That was oh. utter. Oh dear. The moment where we'll move on to the next transfer that Rangers made that season, oh, oh which was a transfer that actually was doing no bad. He lasted a few seasons. He, he was on the journey of, if you want to call it that, I call it the oh my god, what the fuck is happening uh, era. With Dean Shields from Kilmarnock on a free transfer, which was quite a surprising transfer because he was actually quite good for Kelly in that season the before. The thing is, I, I liked him. As well. I liked him though. So that, he'd done a job, you know, he, he came in, he scored goals, he, he'd done a few assists, he played well in games, he didn't play all the games, but, but the games he played, he contributed, he'd, he'd done something, even when we were shit, he thought, Dean Shields, he'll, 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 he'll do something here. He'd done a couple of passes. Um, I was a... He played for Kamala that season before, and he was he, he scored um, against us when the game after we went administration, and he scored in a one 0 defeat at Ibrox against Kamala. What a fucking day that was! Um, I like Dino. He's had a weird career since. He went to was it Dunfermline, and then he went to America, and then he went back to Dunfermline, and now no, he went to Dundalk in Ireland, and then he went back to Dunfermline, and now I don't know what he's doing. Probably in Northern Ireland. And then he was um, subjected to... Know how he's only got one eye? Uh, Dunfermline and Falkirk, they'd get a wee bit of rivalry for some reason, even though they're never near each other. Um, Falkirk fans threw fake eyes onto the pitch. Right, you want to hear this career since Rangers and I have it up there now. Yes. Rangers and then Dundalk, Edmonton, Dunfermline Athletic, Derry City and then Coleraine. He's now currently at Coleraine. Is he still playing Coleraine? I, 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 is he Dan Lange Coleraine or something? Um, and his youth career from 2001 to 2004 was Arsenal. Yeah, he was at Arsenal and he was at Hibs. He was quite good for Hibs, actually. Um, youngster. Believed to go into big things and then he ended up at Kilmarnock. I think he went to Doncaster or something, actually. But um, I like, you know, he was all right. Every time we go to Ibrox, we see uh, Shields Roads. And then we go, oh, it's Dean Shields Roads. You know. That's just banter. Don't know why we do that. Um... But I, no, like, I, don't, you know, I don't know. He, he was, he was one of the better signings that season. The next guy 
wasn't the best signing um, was Francisco Sandaza from St. Johnston on a free chance. Oh my God, he was interesting. Exactly who I'm on. He was good at St. Johnston year before. We tried to get him in the January, but he didn't want to come because he thought, I think he must have knew him and fuck that. But then we must have went, we'll treble your wages and you're playing an easy league. And he went, ah, fuck it. Moon. And then Quite he signed for his... starts for St. Johnson, to be honest. 27 games played, 14 goals. Yeah, he's a good, good player for St. Johnson. Um, he was a weird player. He just, he just didn't know. Every game he played, I just thought, he's not going to score here. I just thought, he doesn't know that he's going to score. 14 like, games, two goals for us. I think one of them was against East Stirling home and the other one was away to Peterhead. The one I went to in January, not the one you went to in August. Which was about minus six, and we won one nil, and it was the worst game of football I've ever been at. Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, he's he was the one. That, remember the Celtic fan kid not to be an agent phoned him up and says, "Oh, I'm in America here. There's a team wanting you. You know, I'm representing this team." And he went, "I only came to Rangers for the money and all that. I don't really care." And then he was subsequently sacked from the football club, probably costing us more money to get rid of the car. And I don't know what happened to him after that because I don't care. I think he ended up at Real Oviedo. If you've ever heard of Spencer FC, God, if you have, then you, if you haven't, then you are a lucky man. Um, that team that he sponsored, all that pish, I think he ended up there. He's, I think he was playing in the league actually. He's or currently at Al Corson. Al Corson. He went from Rangers to Lugo, from Lugo to Girona. Decent Ooh. team. If everybody's heard of Girona. From there to Tokyo, then back to Girona, then he went to Saudi Arabia at Al Ali on loan, then to Qingdao, Hong Wai, no got a clue, and then he's now currently at the team I just said at the start, Al Kurtzon. Didn't go to Real and I'm talking shit. Yeah, um, anyway, he was, I don't know, he just didn't care, he just didn't give a shit. Um, Basically, if you're listening to this, I'll say the player, talk about my experience, and then Jordan will tell what happened to him, what happened to him in his subsequent career. The next player was one that I still question to this day why the fuck we signed him. And it was Kevin Kyle on a free transfer from Hearts. Kevin Kyle, who was 31, overweight, was out for a year with an injury, and we go, I will treble your wages to play in the third division of Scotland. Like, oh god, he was oh, he, he looked like a guy on a competition or something. Just looked... <laughs> I didn't realize he only played eight games for us. He did. I, I remember he scored a good goal. <laughs> was it my pros or something? He scored a good, and you're like, oh, he might be all right. And then he, and then he kept playing him. I'm like, no, he's not going to be all right. He's utter garbage. Eight games, three goals. Club legend. Actually, that's not a bad. Club legend. Be, um. I suddenly, after he left, he went to Air United and then he went to the juniors and then he was a darts player. Well, so he's took... started at Sunderland. Played in the Premier League for Sunderland and played for Scotland. And then Huddlesfield on loan, then Darlington on loan, then Rochdale on loan, signed for Coventry, then went out on loan to Wolves, then Hartlepool. And signed for Kilmarnock in 2009, signed for Rangers, uh, sorry, Hearts, then Rangers, ended up in air, 
and now Newton Stewart, and I think he's retired. I think so. Yeah, he was a darts player. He was a darts player. That was weird. I know he works in the ferries in Stumria or Stumzar. 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 And uh, I remember he done uh, Have you ever seen the see the hilarious Sci Ferry videos? You know, Sci Ferry sitting there going, Was there a good banner? I shouldn't even be like, Gee, you know, Kenny, was there a good banner? Basically, the whole video. Him and uh, Kevin Kell and that wee twat, is it Paul Slane? That wee guy. Oh, but, uh, do you know I played for Celtic once? Oh, that's good. Uh, they talk about reminiscing about all the good banter in the dressing room and all that. That's, it's, it's hilarious stuff, you know. Oh, if you don't get all that push, then go outside there. Um, that's Kevin Kell. And the next signing was a guy who actually had good pedigree. He played in Serie A with Lazio. was Emilson Krabari from Crenzo. On a free transfer, centre back, he was 32 at the time. He had a bit of a good pedigree about him. He, he, he just looked old and lazy, but there's a Wilson Kamari. Cannot find him. Is that, that's how good he was? Wait a minute, I've got him. I found him. I found him. From Lazio to Siena on loan, Napoli. Played nine games at Napoli. Someone put in your CV. Cresario, then Rangers. 33 games for Rangers. And he's a Scottish third division winner for Rangers. We were still, if we were still in the Premiership that season, I bet he was one of the guys we were probably signed. Jesus Christ. Um, I, don't, I don't like to talk about him because he just brings back horrible memories. He's, being really fucking slow, Berwick Rangers away, and he just looked like he couldn't get outpaced by part timers. A guy who was a plumber. This guy played for Lazio and fucking oh, oh, happy days. And then the next signing was a guy that Ali McCoy said, "Oh, he, he could be the next captain of Rangers. He could be this and that." Was Sebastian oh, Flory oh. from Leon and free transfer? Oh. Um, who actually lasted. Three years with Rangers. He lasted three years. Oh, fuck me, man. How did that happen? He scored for us. He... I remember he scored a game against Stenhouse And he celebrated like on the week. But I'm like, no, you scored an equaliser against Stenhouse Muir. Uh, his career days. isn't exactly anything to boast about. He's had, he had no, one game for Leon, the main team. Then went to Leon's B team, got forty-one games. Then went to Nantes on loan, didn't play. Rangers forty-nine games, one goal. Then back to Leon B, two games. And then to MDA Chaselli, fifty-three games, one goal. I think you're a tenth-tier team in France. Marvelous, marvelous. And uh, I remember he says. Um, in the changing room, uh, they would eat cakes at half time. Him and Ian Black would have a wee tea cake and uh, talk about the game, you know. But as I say, I, I, I'm gonna, never going to get out of my head. Um, Sebastian Farley and Ian Black eating cakes. <laughs> that big a show, actually. But the Great British Cake Off, <laughs> the, you know, Sebastian Farley and Black. <laughs> Just talk about cake. What's your favourite cake? Is that a tea oh, cake? Hold on a minute here. Is that a cake or a biscuit? What's going on? 
But you think Sebastian Flare would go for something French, something exotic, you know, and Ian Black would go for digestive or something. Or fucking a rich tea, a rich tea stupid. on its own, not even a cup of tea, just a rich tea. Cake. Or a tea, something boring, like tea cake or a camel, you know, or something. Go, go a wee bit, get a caramel log, you know, a wee bit. Or, of or a caramel wafer along with the cup. No, uh, uh, which the Little Rangers will be winning this season and Derby uh, will celebrate. The next signing was uh, a right back. Um, I was at his debut when he gave away a penalty and scored an own goal. Was an East. No, did he give away a penalty? I oh, know he didn't. He just scored an own goal and he, he should have given away a penalty. Was Anistis Aguriu uh, from, from Greece. E-E-A. Athens. The Greek. From the Greece. Uh, actually had a bit of good pedigree. Played for a, a big club, E.K. Athens, and they're like, oh, we've got a, it's quite a good team. Parental eye course as well. But did E.K. Athens not get relegated? No, I did, so maybe he's not as good as we thought he was. He played for us that You know season. how bad he is? He, was fuck- he joined us after a trial. He had to have a trial designed for us. A trial. I remember that, maybe. To play, I to, on, for that. his debut to be against Berwick Rangers on a 1-1 one, one draw. That's his. That's his after his trial. What? Well, honestly, fucking fuck. That is that is something to write write on that CV and get your job application sent done. Easy. All I say about that summer was that we basically had no preseason and we just had to sign guys. Just had to find these guys and go, come here. But he had to have a fucking trial. Oh, and he's this what trial. About. Fuck knows what happened to him after his career, because after he left Rangers, I just blanked him at my memory. He probably went back to Greece, and he was probably a jobber playing for some third division team. The thing is, I, I couldn't even pronounce the team he played, he's went to in 2014. I'll spell it. Z-A-W-I-S-Z-A-B-Y-D-G-O-S-Z-C-Z. There you go. That's it's the Sagiria playing for Zuni, a team in Greece. Probably. The next signing was a guy that I don't think you've ever heard of. Um, I had to actually... I remember... You know that way when you look at the back of a programme because you don't even know who plays for Rangers anymore? And you always seen his name, but you never actually seen him. I think he made a... He came off the bench against Falkirk in a game. And that was, a, that was the last time we ever seen him. And he just disappeared into the wilderness and... Made a lot of money and fucked off. Was uh, Francisco Stella from Siena on a free transfer? The Australian striker, who I think might have a wee bit of Italian in him. Look at that name. Um, signed from Siena. Ah, there he is. And now left on the 15th of January. Yeah, he didn't even laugh a fucking season. He's... What was, see some guys, you're like, what was the fucking point in signing this guy? He hasn't actually played with any teams that anybody's heard of apart from Rangers. I think he went, did he not go back to Australia? Did he go back to Italy or something? He scored in a 3 1 friendly match against Falkirk. Yeah, that, that was a game. It was a that, friendly match. That's something. Yeah, I remember. And he's, he'd never had a, a game since. He, just, he never played a game. I don't know. And a competitive game of football for this. Or done anything. It just seemed to be. I don't know. Weird because we signed him in the corner. Literally, what I have here is. He moved to a Scottish club, Rangers, for the start of the 2012-13 before returning to Australia with Melbourne victory. He scored in a 3-1 match against Falkirk. That's all they've got. 
What a what a what a man! What a sign! He's played me against the Rangers, and me and you all over there, so. Oh, well, that's uh, that's Never know, Rangers might be a bad game. We actually paid money for quite a lot of money actually for a third division team. The funny thing was, <laughs> he made his debut for Rangers on the Sunday against Elgin City in a five-one victory. But on the Thursday. He scored an equal. He scored the goal to put Hearts in the lead at Anfield, <laughs> and that was David Templeton who was signed from Hearts. Pounds. Actually, eight hundred thousand pounds. Eight hundred thousand. Well, whatever. I get seven hundred thousand. You get eight hundred thousand. Well, the thing is, but I actually rated him. I thought he was good for the level. I thought. He was... I thought he had potential, but and then his legs just were made of fucking wet spaghetti and just didn't work. So. Uh, his legs were made, his calves were made of chocolate. Um, he's 30. When did he turn 30? But he still looks about 12. I remember he played for... I remember he was playing for... I remember he had a good couple of games against us a couple of seasons before. Like he scored against us. He was quite good. Uh, he was named David... He's, I think his name's David, David Cooper Templeton because he's named after right, Cooper. Aye. Aye. Um, so he says, oh, my dream is to be like David Cooper. And my dad went... No. Um, my papa went, no. Uh, he played no. 67 um, games for us and scored 21 times. Right. He was all right. I remember these last season. The last season he was in Warburton plans and he broke his leg and then we just went, we finished we and ended up at Hamilton. It was all right, Hamilton. Remember he came back and scored against us. We'll go through all that. In the next uh, couple of episodes in that season, um, when Hamilton beat us at home for the first time in about a thousand years in the league. Oh, and then he went, he's now but He had a trial with Vancouver Whitecaps. And now he's playing, he's playing with Button. Button. <laughs> I think Vancouver are quite different cities. He is playing with um, Button. He had a trial at Vancouver. Have you ever had a trial at Vancouver? No, I've never had a trial with Falkirk. Ah. Um, when I was 14 I was fucking hopeless and well I played this yeah. ball cook um, so. there, there you go I, I did actually I played a half back and I played with the LG pro youth as well there oh we there we go anybody wants to up, um, email me uh, the, the email that's there um, I David Templin he cost actually for that season he probably cost more than the whole Transfer history of the third division ever in its entirety. Alejandro Bedoya. Like, we're sitting there going, Don't go, yeah. Why are we signing a guy for heart for 800? The reason that he came here was hearts needed the money. We had a heart. defensive centre back partnership of Doran Goyan and Carlos Bocanegra. We did, didn't last very long, but we did. Because right, okay. he pissed off and went, fuck this. Um, I've got one more signing, actually. Even I've never heard him. Actually, I remember him for... I remember him for football manager. And his name, he's a Russian guy. He was 17, called Sergei Kun... Kundik. Kun... Kunri... Kundik. Not got a clue. I've, I've put Sergei Kundik, Kundik. I've not put his team, but I've put Sergei Kundik Kundik. Not got a clue. Maybe coming up. He, he never played a first team appearance for Rangers. 
he buggered off back to Russia and he's played about 20 games in his career. That was uh, Sergei Kundic there. Yeah, um, well, I'm... Might have been good in under On this so list that I have now, there's one player that's standing out to me. Who? Out of all the players. And his is name that? is... <laughs> Andy Little. Oh, man, I've got the stats here for the season. Andy Little. I've got the stats here for the league season. We finished third in the third division. Yes. Uh, we played 36 games in the league. 125, drew 8, lost 3. Scored 87 goals. Oh, and um, conceded 29. Uh, our highest attendance that season was uh, 50,048 on the 4th of May 2013 against Berwick Rangers when it was title day, title lifting day, you know, trophy day. You know, yeah, and then you seen the trophy and went for fuck's sake, Rangers. <laughs> it was just embarrassing. Just reminds me of the that. No, but I think about the Petrofac is we knew, we knew we were on our way back. You know, Warburton is magic, he wears the magic hat, but. <laughs> But the fucking, that day was, we, the high and brew had the wee flags and, oh, it was shit. That Warburton was on the Rangers, dad's on Facebook, took a breakdown. Yes, um, it was a horrible day. I think Fraser Erd scored, there's a fucking name yeah, for the blast for the pass. Um, it was a shit day. The game was actually rubbish. I remember Kane Hemmings came on and he got booed. Um... Because it was that bad. But shit day, shit game. We lifted the trophy. We move on. And I uh, I lost my flag that day, so it fell into the oh. Clyde. Did it throw into the Clyde or did you just throw it into the Clyde? No, I had a big flag and it was windy and I wasn't really holding it and it fucking blew into the Clyde. Oh, what a shit day. Then I was arguing with a Berwick Rangers fan. Scottish Cup. On the train. We can't even get to the yeah, semi-finals of the Scottish Cup. This season. Now we'll go through to we'll look at the cup competition. No, we'll look at a few of the the league games, a few important ones. And the first one was on the is it the eleventh of August two thousand when Rangers travelled to Peterhead in deepest upper sheetland where we took on the Blue Tune for a two two draw. I didn't make the game because I had sense. Jordan made the game. Unfortunately. Tell me your experience today when Rory McAllister nutmegged a World Cup player. I couldn't see, basically. I was a wee guy at the time. I was with my papa. <laughs> and two of us were standing. And I, I, I just remember seeing like players that I recognised because I had a poster of Rangers up my wall the, the season before when we won the league. And I could, I could remember Bocanegra. And Goyan and everything, I was like, oh, there's the players I've got in my wall. It was just, I was all happy to see them. And when I saw Peterhead score, I was like, is this happening? Is this happening? And you know, my papa was like, it's a fucking disgrace, Rangers. Fucking shite. Shouting. And there was me just standing there, an innocent child, confused, scared, cold, crying. I wasn't crying, but I was, I was crying. And it was just a, was just a, horrible, that whole just a horrible day. A horrible, horrible uh, day. Because the travel back game. was depressing. Because you drew two each with a team who are called the Blue Toon. And I've been to their stadium. Other stadiums. What a weird day that day was. Because there was Rangers fans and the Peter Heath fans. And there was, you just knew there was Aberdeen fans there. Trying to the Rangers. You just knew it. 
Um, I remember watching it on the telly, it was on Sky. My dad was going to take me, and then he thought, fuck that, I can't be asking off at half five to go to Peter Heath. So we watched it on the telly, my dad, my dad went to the booking and put 6 now Rangers. Oh. I thought, mm, that's a bit hard. I will rock this like 5 or 6 now if I get I don't know. And then... <laughs> it's just... Just that Ronnie McAllister go where he... he is it Bockenegger runs towards him and he just nutmegs him and puts it in the bottom corner mm. and you're like, Carlos Bockenegger has played at World Cup. Ronnie McAllister's a fucking fisherman. Weird. It was a horrible day. It was indeed uh, a horrible, horrible day. And that was when I realised not to uh, go to another game. You know, I went to, ah, a season ticket. I went to quite a lot of games that season because my dad accidentally bought it before <laughs> before everything got announced. So they already bought it. Yeah, and we thought, now we'll be defying, we'll be back, we'll be back for, for fuck's sake. Oh, um, it took us a few years, you know. Um, and then it took a, an Andy little injury time equaliser to save us from utter embarrassment. Oh, Andy. What was I loved Andy little. He, he, he was just like, I'm glad I'm here because if we weren't in this position, I wouldn't be anywhere near this team. <laughs> That's true, I suppose, isn't it? Look at half the players that played for us at that time. Half like, the players so wouldn't like, be there if we weren't in that position. I mean, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, to be honest, but... There's so many players we had that day, with Broadfoot, Bocanegra, Goyan, Neil Alexander... McCulloch. Um, Andy Little, who'd played at Ian Black, who'd played at a good level. The top level in Scotland for a few years, you know. Lee McCulloch played in the Premier League for Wigan, but he played in the Premier League. Um, so, so you just think, what the fuck? McCoyst, I just, Ali McCoyst, what was your opinion of him as a manager? I just thought he was. Never liked awesome. him from the start. I never liked him when he, like, even when the times we were actually doing good, like when we never got the, the troubles happened days, when, like, Walter Smith would get sent to the stand and it would have to be McCoy's and such. I still I hated it. Because everybody knew that when Walter goes, we knew, we knew it was happening, Ali was going to be the manager. And I thought, really? Is he a, is he a manager? Because it's, there's a difference between being an assistant and a manager. Like being an assistant, you can be everybody's pal. You can you can be the, the guy that gets with the players and gets to know them. And then Walter was the guy who was the strict, stern guy who would they would command respect. But Ali was, he's the kind of guy they would still call him Ali in the training ground. He wouldn't get called Gaffer. He would be Ali and joking. And the training would just be, right, we'll run about for an hour, play five or six, and kick the balls at people's asses or something. That, that's what it would be like. Oh, it was hopeless. Some of these tactics playing five at the back against Elgin at home. I would never like to Elgin, see an Ali McCoy's uh, training session. Because like some of the reports that we're getting, my dad, my dad knew a guy who was a coach for the under twenty ones at the time, and obviously they train quite close. And when they were on the training, he'd go and watch the first team, and he says the first team training was utter garbage. It was just running about, and then like, a wee game of passy, a wee, wee game of like shooty, and, and that, that was it. And a wee game at the end, a wee, a wee fifteen minute game at the end, eh? And that was it. And then, right, lads, go back to the change room and then we'll eat some cakes. We and Blacks have asked him for it. See if we get in the day. And if they're really lucky, like, sometimes there's a domino cake for Christie's. 
That was an that wasn't a good day. Um, but he just didn't. He was a legend as a player, a legend as a coach, but no, as a, man, a manager, he, was, he just wasn't. What Rangers needed, I know he stuck by us and all that and been defiant, but I think what Rangers needed that season was a guy who. Nishi. Would bring, we had Nishi and he would bring the youth through. I know we brought through a few youth players. We brought through Barry Mackay, who scored the first school in the journey in the league, whatever that fucking I hate the journey. What a shite. Um, and Lewis McLeod, who who had a, who had a good spell with Rangers. He's had a bit of a shit career since. Um, injuries. I think he's at Wigan now. He left his go to Brentford in 2015. Um, we never really broke through a lot of young players. And the ones we did through, bring through were us a crap, like Ross Perry and <laughs> Kane Hemmings and Daniel Stoney and Cal Naismith. And Darren Cole. Oh, God, he was. I remember, right? I, I used to go watch Livingston as well. Livingston FC, uh, where I live in Armadale, West Lothian. That's the closest thing to me. I'd go and watch them when Rangers were away and I couldn't go. So I'd go and watch Lovey. Darren Cole was arguably the worst player I've ever seen play for Lovey. And I've seen a lot of shit play for Lovey. He was the worst player I've ever seen. How he made a living being a professional football player, I'll never know. He played in the Champions League. How? He played. He played a game. Is it Burza Sport? Oh, Burza Sport. Uh, I think we drew one each. We bottled it. We should have beat them. And then we put all these young boys like Darren Cole and Kyle Millwall legends now. Robbie Crawford. No, it's Shane Ferguson. Same thing. Robbie Crawford played with Hamilton. That's Robbie. I remember Robbie Crawford. Robbie Crawford. I'm Robbie. Oh fuck me! I'm getting depressed. <laughs> He went from Rangers to Morton to Ah. Uh, oh dear. It was, was that, it Alawa? He was that bad to play for Rangers. He went on loan at Morton and then on loan at Alawa. And then from Alawa went to Wraith Rovers, never got a game. From Wraith Rovers, St. Wee's Bride. Three games and two goals. That's no bad. Then went to some team when an initial half H. And he was coming at Miriam. A few guys, uh, Stephen Lennon, he was like a young prospect about 10, 12 years ago. I think he knew him and they went to Iceland together. And there's a lot of guys that, uh, that go to like Scandinavia. You know, it's a good way of living, good, they make a bit of money, you know, that usual pish. But he was another one that just, you'd look at him and go, he's no Rangers player, he's no going anywhere. To. The only person I thought, the only two up to standard were Lewis McLeod and Barry McCann. Who else have we got here? Barry McKay, who had a interesting time at Rangers, I'll give him that. Fraser Aird, we've got him. Oh, Fraser Aird, Fraser Aird. Um, remember that game against Queen's Park when it was nothing each and we scored in the last minute of Hamden and we're all um, getting half of nuts celebrating. Me and my dad were like, yes! And then we looked at each other and went, why are we celebrating? We just scored an injury time when... Walk through the stadium, Jesus. You've got the hot young prospect, Cal Naismith. Oh, fucking. Oh, it was. (laughs) Just gets lost. It was interesting, Cal. I think he's. I remember he scored the one against Ford Mechanics in the Cup, and then he gets sent off against Dundee United in the Cup, and in a couple of rounds. 
Um, so let's talk about that Dundee United game. I don't know if you remember it. We got drawn against Dundee United. Obviously, they were one of the big Oh, aye, aye. They put us down and, oh, you're not the same team. I remember there was no Rangers fans went, right? I think there was 400. And I was one of the 400 that went. Because my dad knew a guy, who knew a guy, who knew a guy. And we got, two, we got three tickets. Um, we took my uncle because he lived in Perth. So we took him. God, we shouldn't have went. <laughs> it was such a fucking weird day. They, what did Dundee United fans had Craig White masks. Oh, that's just written that, isn't it? And then as soon as we seen the team, we went, oh. and Dundee United are a tidy team, they Johnny Russell and all that. They're a tidy team. And after Johnny Russell scored, after about 10 seconds, we thought, this is not going to be your day. Um, Cal Nesmith gets sent off. I think Ian Black gets sent off. We get pumped, you know, we're out the cup. What a depressing day. Oh, they're singing all this usual, you're not raining long. And now we can look back and laugh, because we look at them now and then look at us. <laughs> oh, it's funny because we are now playing. We're now drawn away to Porto, and they are getting beat off of Queens Park. Queen of the South. Queen of the South. I know it was one. Oh, we were doing that, but you know. <laughs> Aye, oh. but no, no, it's a different era. It's a different era of football. But that Scottish Cup season was weird because we there was a few games in the cups actually that were weird. I remember where. We got Motherwell in the League Cup at Ibrox. And I can't remember if this is true. But Rangers were doing a weird deal. If you bought a ticket, it was a pound. But if you bought a programme, it was 15 quid. That was the ticket. I don't know. It was, it was one of these Charles Green fucking... I can't remember how it worked, but it was one of these, one of these schemes... Um, and we won 2-0. They were top of the Premiership at the time because if you watched BBC Scotland that day, you would fucking, you wouldn't remember it. Because they kept going, oh, the top of the Premiership are getting beat by fourth division. Yes, you've heard it right. Fourth division Rangers. <laughs> Big jig with a header. Uh, I screamed when he scored that. And uh, Dean Shields with quite a tidy goal, actually. And I fell to the row when he scored that. Celebrating like we just won the fucking Champions League. We just beat Murderbolt at home in the League Cup. Great. Fantastic day. Big team. Do you know, and then typical Rangers fashion, we fuck it up by getting pumped for the at home in Inverness. Remember they used to be good? Yeah, actually, a good team. Actually, they had Graham Shinney and Dolo. Billy McCarry, they're a good team. They used to be good. Uh, they should have got to the final that year, but Hearts beat them in the semis. Um, I was a, I actually see thing about that game that that, that leaks up semi final to Inverness and that. So I was the worst game I've ever watched. I remember something watched it. Watch that, it was terrible. Or did I go with that? I can't remember. We went to some because I've got a couple of cousins that are Inverness supporters. Yeah, and we'll move on. And now we'll move on to the the, the Challenge Cup run that we had that season. Oh. We the first game back. Whatever you call it, of the journey was um, against Brecon City. Uh, I thought it was Globe Park, Glebe Park, uh, in July 2012, where we played them in the Ramsons Cup. Fuck me, we won 2 1. My god, it was a struggle. Big Jig scored an extra time and he celebrated like we just won the fucking World Cup. He done that whole, yeah, you know, that whole, yeah, you know, look at yourself, look at the fans, we're all going, ah. And then a ball gets stuck in the hedge. What a day. 
Scottish but black it's fine eh? it was a brilliant day and then we proceeded to get knocked out of the quarterfinals by Queen of South Ham penalties at home I'm just looking at Nicky who's yet to know in the future I've just stumbled across this Rangers versus Albion Rovers Kevin Kelly got subbed on to uh, you know to save the day then he gets sent off 10 minutes later. Nicky Ball. Oh, I remember watching that game. It's on BBC Alba. I love BBC we Alba. We were, in, uh, we were in our seats in the main stand that day. Fuck me, it was depressing. Oh, that was the worst. Because not that way I was thinking, right, if we go beat... Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. So we don't need to do this whole extra time push. And then we get beaten penalties, and it was just so Scottish Challenge Cup final. They Rovers versus Rangers. That is in the Baird next episode. That oh. is in the next episode of the Banter Years, so we won't give that one away because oh. already know. Oh no, these, these results that I've just stumbled across. Oh, they were depressing. Oh dear. We've got a few in the Banter Years coming up. Uh, the Challenge Cup was. The vein of my existence. <laughs> I'll just give it that. We have a Rangers legend also coming up in the future. You may know him, you may love him, you may hate him. Muhammad Ali, Bill Mojney. Oh, yeah, he he'll be coming up in the next few ones as well. But we'll we'll go into that as it comes. Um, we don't want it going there, but we'll, we'll, look at that. No, I we'll, we'll go into that. We'll go into We'll look at some of the other games in the, the league as we'll look at the three defeats that we had. Um, one, the first one, uh, me and my dad went to, we went in the Stull and Albion end that day uh, because my dad got tickets for his work and um, it finished Stull and Albion one Rangers now. That was... <laughs> and the most depressing thing about that day was the manager... Of Stalin Albion missed the game because he was getting married. Oh. And the whole half, we the whole half did like it wasn't like it happened the last five minutes. We the whole half to fucking get something, we get nothing. We deserved nothing. We basically played four or five while Melina Colour got front, you say, well, that was just garbage. And the other two uh, defeats in the league came at home. One, um, the first one was against Allen Athletic. And um, we were defeated 2-1 by the Galabankies at Ibrox, which was a day where we would be beaten by a team who were in the league for about four years. Uh, and a guy called Ali Love scored. And I think we knew what team he supported that day after he scored. Oh. <laughs> I'm just looking at the stadium and locations of the teams that were in the leagues. So you've got Adrianians, Abro, well, Airdrie United, Air United, Deacon. There's just, there's just teams and stadiums of capacities that I'm just, it's just. That's the season after. You need I know, to... I know. I'm looking at the two seasons as well beside each other. And it's just, it's funny. It is when you think you. Another defeat came was, of course, against Peter Heads. The blue children came to Ibrox and fucking... To be honest, they could have scored about five against us that day. We were just garbage. Rory McAllister scored, that's all I remember. My dad was booing. My papa was... 
I remember my papa looking at me going, who the fuck plays for Rangers? Because um, we didn't have the names in the back. Because we won 11 in the third division days. So then um, my papa looked at me going, who the fuck plays for Rangers? And I went, to be honest, I don't know. Um, but somebody... You read, you read out the table, didn't you? No, we finished, yeah, I read out the, the stats. We finished first... Uh, Played 36, 125, drew 8, lost 3, scored 87, and 829 were scored against us. Goal difference of 58. Wow. Um, I'll give you a wee bit more information this season if I can find it, if I did write it down. Oh, I didn't write it down. My top goal scorer was Andy Little. Top goal scorer Andy Little, I think scored 27, something like that. 22. 22, and Lee Big Jig, he scored 26. 17. All well, all competitions, all com- in the league, it was 17. Aye, but in all competitions, Big Jig, who played, I think it was everywhere about a goalkeeper, a guy who played in the FA Cup final four years before, and now he's playing against Annan. It's fucking mental. It was just surreal, like, it was just a surreal time to be a Rangers fan, because you're sitting there going, you're also... We score one of the biggest clubs in Britain and we're playing in basically glorified park football. That's what it is. Glorified park football. And as well, you're sitting there thinking there's teams that like Albion Rovers and Airdrie that are in the league above us. They're in a higher league than us. I know, it's weird. Like, it's weird to find Hamilton Ackies, Inverness, Albion Rovers... Dumbarton were in a higher league than us. It's fucking weird. That's just... And only, the only saving grace I'll, I'll take for that season is that we didn't get Celtic in any of the Cups because if we did, oh dear God, <laughs> it would be a Because <laughs> I can just imagine Celtic would be going, we are playing for blood. If you can hear dogs barking, then it's my dog. Known as the Iron Brew Scottish Football League. And it was just embarrassing. Like, it was a fucking... Uh, see, seeing the wee Iron Brew fucking things. I remember I got a Rangers tap, because I really liked that home Rangers tap that season. I got it as well. I loved that tap, but my dad got... Because num- I love Lee McCulloch, so he got number six at the back for me. With the wee fucking Iron Brew things. No, sleeve badges. Yeah, like, what are you for? The sleeve badges you're talking about. Aye. I love that sleeve badge. I've got them on the on my memory to kit. Aye, aye. We're not a show out. Uh, talking about this weekend, Premier League action, probably Monday. <laughs> <laughs> there will be some time, probably Monday. And hopefully we don't get a laugh uh-huh. like Southampton and Leicester because we all know that the EPL best league in the world, you know. That's like that bit at the office when he goes, there's been a rape up there. <laughs> Because, um, yeah, we'll talk about that another time. But actually, one game we'll talk about was a rape. Was, um, in the Scottish Cup, we go Alaba, who were top of the second division at the time, under Paul Hartley. Um, Ex-Tim. Well, he still has a Tim, but uh, ex-player of them. And they were like... They brought like, they brought, like 2,000 fans, you know. They were like, oh, we might get a draw, we might, we might sneak it. Uh, we beat them 7-0. And it was weird, because I was sitting there that day going, I'll be happy if we win one now. 
against fucking Aloe Athletic and we beat them 7 nothing. Weird day. Weird day for all. Oh, Rangers. Some it was great. <laughs> and then I thought, we might actually win a cup this season. And then I thought, we won't, because we're trying to get Celtic and they'll beat us bad, quite bad. They'll, they'll die, they'll, they'll be us. They'll, they'll have certain, they'll have certain my days. Um, oh God, never we'll round this season up, then we'll go into our next topic. Um, obviously, we talk about Rangers and stupid things in Scottish football that's been happening. And um, how would you describe this season in a summary? Exciting, to be honest. I mean, exciting. I mean, Rangers went back to the top of the league. And then we were all like, gas, we're winning it. And then we bottled it against Hart. We're no bottled the league, but we, we had a game we basically had to win. We couldn't drop any stupid points. We've dropped points against a struggling Hearts team. Well, they're still, this season, they're still, this has been recorded on the 27th of October of 2019. They're still, um, they're still technical in the season. Um, yeah, there's still plenty of time still to go, points to be but... dropped still points still need to play Celtic three times so anything can but happen but we can't drop points we can't just like at Parkhead we can't just stay with you as a day and just not even try we need to well, well we need to do a 12-13 season do that again how would you describe the 2012-13 season so I don't want to describe it because it was just because when I said this season, you thought this season. No, that season we're talking about. But oh, all oh, right. I thought you were talking about this season, as in this season, this season. Yeah, uh, yeah. Welcome to the subway line. <laughs> Professionals always. <laughs> I thought you were talking about this season, this season, as in the no, league. This season. When you said exciting. I was like, exciting. Oh well. What do league good points against Hearts? I was like, fuck, leave on the end of fucking. Well, I don't want the same mediocre, um, but I want to be nice and no want to be nice. We've done what we had to do. I was going to say that. We've done, done what we had we to do. It was part of the journey. I've actually got a book sitting on them. My dad got me for this Christmas. I think it was just a prank. <laughs> it was, remember, we bought a book called The Journey. It was like pictures. Oh, aye. In third division, I was like, what the fuck did you put? I, want, I don't want to be reminded of this. Aye. Please, no. Please, no. <laughs> I want to burn that. Oh, the way I'll describe it is, we done the job. We got the league. We don't need to go back to the. No, we don't. We done it right. Oh, stupid fucking grins. It was a bit of dodginess in about it, but we got the job done. There was a few embarrassments. A few embarrassments. There's quite a few. Um, school for me that year was horrific because I live in a place with lots of Celtic, Hibs, and Hearts fans. So. <laughs> That was great fun. In the school I went um, to, I was basically surrounded by Timothys. Yes, uh, quite a lot of them in my school. Uh, you wouldn't think, well, I'm going to do this. Ah, it's quite an honest place, but uh, I'm not into all that jazz. Don't really care. Um, but I did on here. Uh, here. And there was quite a lot of them, but let's just say they, they kind of went hiding that season. You know, I was the only one really, you know, supporting Rangers. Uh, and that, that old seat I had in the main stand front. Uh and that Northern Irish guy sitting next to me, every single week he would go, Jesus Christ, Rangers, me granddaddy and me daddy will be fucking turning in their grave watching this shit. 
Every week with Footfail, old, uh, old, I can't remember his name. He was for Derry, actually, quite funny enough. Oh. Or London Derry. Oh, 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 then they call it Derry. Or Derry, London You know that? No, but he used to say Derry, I don't know. He was for Derry. It's fucking London um, Derry. Which was um, quite, you know, I thought that was quite funny, actually. Um, and there was a wee guy who used to sit behind for Dublin. He used to wear a cross. There you yeah, go, man. we're singing songs, bad songs that we shouldn't be singing about Roman Catholics, and he's sitting there clapping along when he has indeed a Roman Catholic. We talk about Roman Catholics. Let's, we are players. Let's, uh, John Daly, for example. I mean, Morris Johnson, uh, Lorenzo Amoruso, the first Catholic. I don't care. I really don't give a shit. I don't care about religion. People ask me what religion, and you go, I'm a Protestant atheist. <laughs> well, I, uh... or, uh, the famous old joke a wee Jewish guy walks into a, a Glasgow bar and he says I'm Jewish and he goes well, are you a Catholic Jew or a Protestant Jew and he goes uh, <laughs> none so that's uh, that's just no talk about this season anymore it happened we won the league we have the third division trophy back in the trophy room at Ibrox which we uh, we have every uh, single do trophy do you think in 2000 do you think 2022, 23, we'll get the 10 year reunion? You know, Ross Perry will be back and uh, uh, <laughs> Al Nesmith. I hope no. Uh, that'll be, I'll make a, I remember we made a DVD and I fucking bought it. Of course you did. And I watched it and I went, why am I fucking watching this? But um, we'll move on to the next topic, which is um, quite an interesting one. Uh, I've got my notes. Let's just say uh, there's a there's a show I quite like on um, BBC the new BBC Scotland channel, even though it's been new for since February. Um, called A View from the Terrace. It's a like a Scottish football show adapted from a podcast. They're called The View from the Terrace, or is it a view? It's, a view, it's on a the view. telly. A view from the terrace, and it's quite funny. And at the end of the show, they do something called uh, last minute uh, winners or something, uh. and it's a singing. Yeah. And there's two songs that me and Jordan have been arguing for weeks now. I, I listen to them four times a day because they're just amazing. <laughs> the quality, because I need to play through my telly, because I, I've not quite understood the fucking editing of this yet. Uh, that, that is, again, welcome to uh, something <laughs> professional as I was. Um, but there's two songs. I've played snippets of both from. One is by Heights, called T-H-I-S-T-L-E. You've probably heard it. And the other one is by Grant McIntosh called Come On Livingston. So I'll, I'll play the first one, which is, uh, which is going to be fantastic. Which uh, I hope an advert doesn't play. Uh, we'll play a bit of it and uh, we will show you the best song of our mood. Glasgow's a legend. That's part. 
T-H-I-S-T-L-E. Right, Jordan, I think that's enough for that. That's enough for that one. So that is T H I S T by Heights. Um, how would you describe that song, Jordan? He is a lyrical genius. It is the most party fizzle thing that party fizzle could ever do. An I have lyrical genius. Wrote an email saying the party fizzle winner league can uh, can they? I'll come to the game if they sing in the pitch. <laughs> I don't like party fizzle. <laughs> At all, I really don't. I'm from Maryhill originally. Uh, my pap used to drag me as a child because his dad supported him. And you got him for free in 1932. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's Heights. Um, even though I say, even though I say, um, we're Heights and we support and we're Party Fizzle fans. Even though I say that it sounds stupid, um, but uh, that that's the one. the next one. I think is the best song ever. Coming uh, from Westlow. You, you go to sleep listening to that song. Livingston FC, they are tin pot, but they're proud to be tin pot. They know they're tin pot. They love it. Love it, love it. They, they call their stadium the spaghetti hat. For fuck's sake. So, what do you expect? You know, a team called Livingston in the Tony. And they release this absolute fucking banger of a club anthem. Um, yeah, that was uh, Grant McIntosh performing Come On Livingston. Now we're going to have a bit of debate here. I think... I mean, you've got to go with the, the, the party first, the one. That, that's I, just... I think this one, because it, it, it's, like, it's, like a, it's like a Euro poppy kind of track, isn't it? It gets you dancing. Uh, but then you hear T-H-I-S-T-L-E. I like them both, like, oh, but yes. I, I prefer this one. I think it's fantastic. I mean, that's where you can just start searching. Yeah, it, it just, the guy who sings it, go on YouTube, I'll probably put a link, I probably won't, I'll probably, I'll probably put a link then. Look at the guy, he's like cocaine in human form. Amazing. The guy is fantastic. Everything's just... When you listen to it, Livingston fans must be having a good time at the stadium. One of your songs must be like fucking Europop, man. That's what they should have played when they beat Celtic. Oh, I hope they did. I hope it was like the top ten pot. They played that. He, the best thing ever was he'd come down the tunnel with a big cloud of smoke, snort the line after assistant managers they am, <clears throat> and then singing that song. That would be utterly amazing. Um, oh, well, I think this is the best one. I'm not going to. You're not going to change my mind. I love this. This is the best, best thing I've ever made. The, don't care. Best football song I've ever made. That isn't a Rangers song. <coughs> oh. I said it from Penny. Oh. I 
penny off it. Oh, penny off it. Soon as shovel's gonna say. Well, I'm getting shows either one. Well, so, um, I'm not sure this one's. I'm not sure this one's. We may do a review, may not. We will see. Uh, we'll do a. We're back tomorrow. We'll do a Rangers versus Motherwell game review. Hope they back we win. Um, I think we'll win. What's your prediction for tomorrow? Going for a 3-1 Rangers. I'll go 4-0. Easy, just score four goals, finish them off, fuck it, done. Doom. Bang, boom, dong, delivered the four. Bang, boom, bang. That was just eh, vowels there. Um, so, all I can do now is uh, thank my guest, uh, co-presenter, Jordan yeah. Scott. Thank you for yeah. being on here. That was a pleasure. And uh, all I can say is thank you for listening to this. Med- this mediocre this, podcast. This uh, professional top notch podcast that um, uh, if this goes anywhere, I'll be very, very surprised. Um, hope you liked. Leave a review if you want. Uh, leave a. Tell us how we've done. It's our first one. I've never done it before. Um, we've tried the YouTube. Again, there's another good Rangers podcast out there you can listen to. You know, I'll let, them find, I'll let you find them. I'm not getting any So be loyal. Come on, you can't so, not can't not follow us at least. You can't not leave a review. I like, I like the name. The name, the name you know, just... The sub be loyal. Uh, I, I certainly stand at Ibrox. <coughs> Govan. Um, when it goes 10 minutes even Rangers could be winning against Celtic 6 nothing, and they go oh, I, need to get, I need to go on the fucking oh. <laughs> I'm going to miss it not on each home to Celtic oh Neil Biden oh, I need to go I need to go I fucking I parked them out in the test I can't get out um, so uh, all I can say now is um, it's a goodbye from me a, and a goodbye from him uh, tune on, Isa, and uh, we will see you in the next one. Goodbye. Goodbye.